0: Hello and welcome to the All-New 52 Podcast. I'm your host Joe Schrimmer and with me as always is my fellow superhero in training, Caleb Bunn. Twip, whip. And <laughs> we talk about comics on this podcast from the new to the old to the series that has been with us since episode two,
1: Ultimate Spider-Man, and we are wrapping it up here. Part one
2: of two. We sure are. We're closing this door.
0: The, the death of Spider-Man is upon us. And and we're, we're going to get a little hint of that here, but not much else, which will surely be a talking point.
2: Yeah. So explain, explain our, what we read, because we're splitting this omnibus in half.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a smaller omnibus, um, mainly, and honestly, we might've been able to do it one in one go, but there is a mini series smack dab in the middle of this that really does, has no place being right there. But where else do you put it? But then it's also like it still doesn't make sense being where it is. Terrible idea. And it provides such little context. But it's in here. Because of like other stuff that happens after. Yeah. So we read six issues of Ultimate Spider-Man and six issues of Avengers... I always forget this st- uh, stupid name. It's
2: new Avengers versus old, U- no nope.
0: new- ultimate comics, Avengers versus new ultimate, new
2: Ultimates. I knew there
0: was a new one there somewhere. <laughs> there's, and there's two ultimate here. So then this is tackling the remaining few issues of ultimate Spider-Man
1: before the titular death of Spider-Man yeah. arc and, um, Avengers stuff also going on at the time. And boy, howdy, do we have a lot of people to just be so thankful for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just,
2: I'm gonna just uh, sit back while you... Okay. Oh, my God. You don't... Okay. Nope, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just... I'm, I'm going. Okay.
0: I don't have to read it. I'm, what, skip, I'm skipping the people if they are repeats. For Ultimate Comics Spider-Man number 15, we have writer Brian Michael Bendis, artist Sarah Pachelli, colorist Justin Ponsor, um, with covers by David Lafuente and Justin Ponsor. We have... David Lafuente, Sarah Pichelli, Joel Jones, Sonny Joe, Sakti Yawani of IFS, Jamie McKelvey, Matthew Wilson, Scotty Young, Jean- 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 Jean-Francois Belou, <laughs> Lon Medina, Ed Taddeo, Elena Cassandre, J. Scott Campbell, Ed McGinnis, Maury Halliwell, Steve McNiven, and Dean White, Mark Morales, Laura Martin, Oliver Corpiel, why are they they why is every issue a different artist? It's so much. Linel Liu, Steven Segovia, Jerry Ahongguan, Jason Paz, Jeff Hewitt, Linel Liu and Jim Charumpidis
2: on art. Segovia, uh, that, I recognize that name. He did some other stuff. I have uh, also
0: I, seen Mark Morales before. Okay. We can't get, we, we
2: can't get bogged down.
0: No.
1: Uh, that's everybody who... Oh, and writer Mark Millar. Can't forget about him. Yep. He's certainly here. Yep. <laughs> that's our longest... Uh,
2: hopefully our longest reading of the credits.
1: Okay, so you're thinking, that's eh,
0: between two series. That makes sense. N- th- those, those last, like, five I did, that was the only ones for Ultimate Comics versus Ultimate Comics Avengers for New Ultimates. The rest were for six issues of spider-man
2: how do we have an art section where we talk about like 10 artists
0: i mean so some of these a lot of these are a little easy because there's uh an issue that you described so aptly as an annual but it's not it's just it's just an issue of spider-man where they start going into a bunch of different art styles and that's where Honestly, we can gloss over that. It's, that's just getting that's just getting fun for yeah. um, pages, like one page at a time, max two. Yeah,
2: it's a classic. A character's telling a story, the stories in a different art
0: style. Yeah. The rest is shifting. I don't, I don't get how a book like this that had a consistent artist for like, what was it, 10 years? <laughs> it was like the longest record. Then you went to Eminem, who was there for a good minute,
1: and now- they just can't keep someone for more than two issues at a time. Yeah. I really, what happened? <laughs> I wonder. I, yeah, I wonder if it's just that maybe Bendis has
2: had too much control over the book. And maybe. It's, you, you don't want to be an established artist to come onto this book when you're not going to have as creative of a voice. And so they bring on all these small people, but you bring out small people so they move on to other things. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know because also like those could have been names who were like very big at the time and I just haven't heard of them or I have heard of them and I forgot of This was not that long
0: ago. This was only 10 years ago that this was happening. Yeah. Basically.
2: Like everyone who wrote that or drew that was probably still drawing, yeah. but it's like, who knows? Cause it's like, there's so many.
0: So I, I don't know how, I don't know how we have this section. <laughs> well, we have to talk about the story first. Yes, yes, yes. So we're we have we're dealing with the suffering of the two chameleons. Uh, Gwen is like, I cannot be with Peter anymore. I realize this relationship is a sham. Mary Jane, he loves you. Blah, blah, blah. Peter is oblivious to this, dealing with the Avengers who think that he's not worth being a superhero unless he gets training from the government-funded superheroes.
2: Yeah, led up by
0: Carol Davers yep. because she's like,
2: not my problem. <laughs> Actually, it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's immensely your problem. And then there's also stuff with Jonah in between, where he has a resolution to his uh, little cliffhanger from last time. Um, it's, it's nice. I, I, it's very good character. I'll always welcome characterization of Jonah, where it's moving past stereotypical. I hate Spider-Man. Yeah. Because even though it usually falls into the same thing, if he actually likes Mel, they always manage to do something different. In this case, he is. Um, he wants to just like fund Peter Parker for the rest of his life. Peter's like, no, I want to earn my own way.
2: Yeah, he feels like he owes Peter for saving his life, and at first he's going to do that by like, gassing up Spider-Man in the press, but then he's like, no, I want to do something more personal.
0: And then they come to like a compromise of how they're going to do that, because Peter still wants to work his way through life and stuff. And uh, they keep doing drops of, if you make it to college. (laughs) Which
2: good for peter but that shows young arrogance because now as an adult i'm like wait someone's got pay for your college no you want to do that like it
0: it is it is there that is a great responsibility for sure but also as jonah says he's a very rich man yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's not going to notice it
2: his family's dead
0: (laughs) and um then we got lana uh of the bombshells who I think we like barely touched on them last time.
2: Yeah. Cause they don't matter. But it's weird. Cause
0: I actually like, I like them fine enough. Yeah, like I think they're funny enough. They're funny they're
2: enough, fun little- gag characters. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, it's weird that I didn't touch on them. Cause I actually do find them entertaining. I think,
2: I think you mentioned how much you like. them.
0: Okay. Maybe I did. That I, you I distinctly them. remember afterwards not bringing them up or something. Um, but she's also in the school, which she keeps coming up, but I, for the life of me do not remember anything like actually happening with no her. it's a it's an ongoing plot yeah okay and then um and then it all ends with peter's birthday that he forgot
2: oh well there's one other oh, story there's in also there too.
0: black cat and mysterio
2: well so peter has to train with iron man and then mysterio and black cat are having a tiff because you want to know how the you want to know how the kingpin got control over his people
0: magic onk <laughs>
2: which it turns out that's not also the case it's just what mysterio thinks but maybe it is who knows it's a bad story we'll talk about it more later
1: then ultimate comics avengers versus new ultimates so where'd nick fury go that that's basically what this is resolving and you got the who is who in this case who is the Ultimate Comics Avengers? Is that the Carol Danvers-led team?
2: I think the new Ultimates
0: is the Nick Fury.
1: That would make
2: no, sense no, no, because no, no, they're no. not... The, no, the no. ones who are because the Carol
0: Danvers team are not new anymore.
2: Wouldn't, no, but the new Ultimates, because they're bringing on new members, because they have a new Ant-Man, or a new Giant-Man, and a new True.
1: Black, Black Widow. Black
2: Widow. But they have the same old Thor, Thor Captain, Captain America, America Iron, Iron Man... Man.
1: Who cares? Anyways, so Nick Fury is deemed uh, traitor to the states, um, and it, there's a lot of lot, just a lot of political
0: stuff going on. Honestly, I'm gonna do my best to even like make sense of what happened. I got this. Okay, I got this. There were vampires.
2: Hold up, you're like, there's vampires in this comic. Don't worry, they're only in the insane up the context. For some reason. Because of that, Captain America teleported the Triskelion into some Middle Eastern country. I'm forgetting which one it was Afghanistan or somewhere, right? So that the sunlight, because they're finding at night in America, so te- teleport it somewhere else so the sunlight will kill all the vampires. Unfortunately, that means they're stuck there and that's creating this whole power vacuum. While this is going I on. It was like Korea or something. No, it's definitely Middle East. It looks Middle East. There, I swear there they're is. Mentioning- there is also something in North Korea. Okay, that's why. While this is going on, there because of this crisis, Tony Stark is also in the hospital because he has brain cancer,
0: which he's had the entire time. Yes, as his entire superhero career as Iron Man.
2: And a a English or a, a base in England has been broken into, and super soldiers have been stolen from there. That is when Captain America and the team go to find out where those superheroes went or those superhumans went to, and they find out that Nick Fury has been back channeling superheroes into third world countries or not even third world countries, but like China, Russia, North Korea, like us
1: competitors.
2: Yes. Hostile countries. And so Carol Danvers sends the ultimates after Nick Fury and his team, but Nick Fury and his team have found out that Carol Danvers is actually feeding information into hostiles. And then you find out that neither of those were doing either of those. And it was actually Tony Stark's brother the entire time.
0: Yeah. I remember him. (laughs) And then
2: he tries to start a coup in North Korea with superhumans. Yes. And one of them stress up as Spider Man.
0: Yes. Also, Spider Man was in this for two pages.
2: Yeah. He gets shot. Yeah. And dies, apparently.
0: No, not from that.
2: Well, no. Nick Fury says he dies. <laughs> not from that.
0: He, th- it was later. This last issue takes place after the next, like, six issues we're going to read, which is where it gets really stupid and how they. That makes a this. lot
2: more sense. And that solves one of my problems yes. with this.
0: <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I have a lot of, a lot of uh, annoyances at this omnibus's mapping. Because there's just no good place to put this. Because they have it. This was one of the series that was coming out right when this stuff was happening. So you know, it's, it's synergy. You, mm-hmm. you talk about other stuff happening in books, but it makes reading them a pain. Because
1: how do you, how do you map that?
2: Yeah, it's easy. You put the last issue where it's supposed to go chronologically.
1: <laughs> yes, but it, yeah, it.
2: Nick Fury gets control of the of Shield again. Yeah, he gets it and, back after
1: yeah.
0: Danvers took it out. I, man. That was a post ultimatum thing, right? Or was it right before ultimatum that she took over? It was during one of the Green Goblin arcs. That would have been right before ultimatum. Uh, yes. She's been, okay, I guess she's been in control of it longer than I remember. It seemed like he just went off to two things, not that he <laughs> was like deemed a traitor at that point.
2: I don't think he was, because uh, at the beginning of this, we are talking about how he's just going around with his Black Ops squad, and then they find out he's a yeah. traitor. And his Black Ops squad. Is Punisher,
1: Blade. Blade,
2: Hawkeye, and War Machine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of fun, but we'll get into that. There's interesting stuff that they do with... Interesting is an interesting word for it. but <laughs> Okay, art. Right. Um, I'm going to start with the New Avengers <laughs> stuff.
0: Because it's it's very different, but it is at least stagnant. So there's some there's it's easier to talk about uh uh it's it's pretty standard like mid twenty tens art it's a little like overly like sketchy but also detailed at the same time. Like, lots of lines everywhere, stray
1: lines very very dim color very wide panels yeah it's uh quite a sharp change from the spider man issues <laughs> it's. It's very. uh, I'll be mean to it. Why not? It's very generic.
2: It's like who cares? Nothing about this sticks out. It's not. You know, I'm not going to point to like technically bad, bad uh, elements of it. Yeah, it's like it's just like it's like there doesn't seem to be an identity. And maybe I wouldn't feel that way if I'd been reading more of the Ultimates. But Lord knows that's never going to happen. Well,
0: Caleb, Ultimates was always miniseries. It was never an ongoing. Oh, okay. It was always like there were years between Ultimates runs.
2: Okay. So there's not like a central
0: identity. No. Except for, I guess, a vague house style. I'll I'll, I'll give one props to this art is that uh, it's got very detailed backgrounds, which is a a nice change from just the lack of anything in Spider-Man.
2: And I feel like it's able to balance a variety of characters and convey different like types of action. I
0: I can recognize everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Can I recognize like the action going on? Eh, Debatable. But I at least know who is in any given scene.
2: Punisher shooting guns seems different from like Scott Lang, like walking through the city and stuff. There's a variety to it. That is a mix of the scripting and the art. and. I don't know. It's it's pretty boring to me. But if we're if we're trying to
1: be fair about it, yeah. Uh, Spider Man, um, man suffers from. Uh, so every everything
0: looks like how it did. It's still. I don't like the character designs, except now there's different artists drawing these things. But then the very last issue, they just throw away any like continuity or there was with designs, and everybody looks different again. Mary Mary Jane looks like just young six one six Mary Jane. All of a sudden, her hair is grown back out. She does not have like look everybody's goth now i just hate like there's no there's no reason why everybody just has this like scene look all of a sudden other than like it was 2013 and that's where, like what kids were dressing up like dressing like warped Tour War style yeah but i but when kitty shows back up she's she's got this goth look and peter points it out I'm like what? everybody else dresses like this now why does she why is she like oh i like it on you
2: yeah which i think carries over from what La Fuente was doing with it. So I guess he's at the standard that everyone else is just matching. But I mean, I didn't I thought it was too dramatic of a fashion shift last time. And I thought it's like, well, yeah, it just it continues to be.
0: Well, they're like point they're like talking about it like diegetically now, which is where it starts to yeah, bother me.
2: I I liked the art in the J. Jonah episode or issue. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was good.
2: That was fun. It was a little bit different. It had a little bit of thicker lines to it. Um and for a talkie issue, I felt like it handled the talking very well. Uh, These are all very talky issues. That's true. There's not a lot of action until no. you get to uh, the Black Cat stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like none of it. None of it stands out in either bad or a good way. I mean, we both aren't big fans of La Fuente, and so him being the standard that other people have to that meet the
0: films are having to do. Yeah,
2: it definitely weakens it for. It, but you know.
0: I will. I will say this last artist needs like huge slap on the wrist for like just ignoring like character design continuity like that. That is that is a baffling decision. Yeah. to do for this very last thing right before because uh, hint for not spoiler for next episode. Bagley comes back mm-hmm. for our, for our next round. I'm of so issues. excited! <laughs> <laughs> but I saw like okay, you're this fill in artist. Like come on, like fill in. Stop trying to like. It was like they were trying to make a name for themselves randomly. Yeah, yeah. On this like not not like a pivotal issue, but like kind of a like memorial issue almost. Milestone issue. That's what I'm trying to say now. Oh, like, isn't the
2: last issue the black cat stuff?
0: No, the last issue is his birthday party.
2: Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. They should have done a better job there. I was about to say, if it's any of the black cat stuff, then it's like, nah, you can just ignore that. I was like, who cares? But yeah, no because that's character important. Like yeah that, that's it's redefining or like reestablishing a lot of the relationships and yeah. stuff and building back up the the emotional stakes mary of the jane's series, my so.
0: main bother there just because it, it's a different character at that point and she was already she turned into a different character during the when the la fuente art style took over but then it's, it's it doesn't even look like old mary jane at this yeah. point
2: <laughs> well you know what also hurts is that she she finally says
0: uh, you hit the jackpot, tiger,
2: or whatever, and, and
0: there's no build up to
2: it. Well, <laughs> it's just like if you're bringing in like the most iconic line from Six One Six Mary Jane, and now it looks like Six One Six Mary Jane. It's like a, a portal opened and something. Yeah. It's like our Mary Jane is just running around, I guess. And Six One Six
0: got younger and is fine with dating a high schooler.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird, but that's the art. It's,
1: <sighs> I mean, from my long winded. uh establishing of all the of all the artists yeah there's a lot of them
2: and i, and I should say I, th- I think it reads fine if you're doing it month to month i think most of the problem here just comes from the fact that we we're not reading it month to month we're reading it all at once and we have to talk about the art which just this is a challenging
1: challenging uh <laughs> when there's uh, that many issues. when there's yeah. that many okay Time for the shorter section of the podcast, the
2: positives. What are you talking about, Joe? We love Ultimate Spider-Man.
0: Man, (laughs) Man, okay, I have been, you, I'm not going to say you've been checked out. (laughs) That's pretty accurate, though. Okay, well, I'll say you've been checked out for a minute now from this, and I've been a thing of like, eh, it's not what it once was, but it's fine. No, this is the most like aimless set of issues. We're talking about positives. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I so, which I, is why
0: it's going to be hard for us to find stuff because there's just no drive to any of this.
2: I can lay out my two positives if Okay. Right. Okay. Um the J Jonah stuff is good as uh-huh. you have you previously said. I was really worried they were going to try to revert that character. They don't. And I think that he is they remain he remains prickly while also Building off of all the growth that
0: he's had up, in he has that great line at the very end of his issue. It's now, now get get out of my office, and yeah. like, he's like he's like, no, I mean, to get out. I got yeah. a paper to run. It's great.
2: <laughs> um And then, and even just like him trying to be nice, he's he's being a jerk about it, and I'm like, oh, cool, that's what he should be.
0: Yeah, he's um, not. His whole personality isn't going to go over change. His mindset might, yeah, but like yeah, he's still Jameson.
2: um And then I like when Gwen comes back, she has a conversation with uh, Aunt May, and I'm like, ah. I like these two together. They have, Wynn hasn't necessarily been consistent, but Aunt May has, and their relationship has been consistently engaging, and I like that.
0: I, I, I like, for my qualms with the art, I like the birthday issue.
1: Um, it's just getting everybody back in a nice place. Kitty's not the outcast that she was for two issues. I like that. That didn't get stretched out or anything. Um, uh,
0: I, I don't. I don't love throwing Tony Stark into Spider Man, but he's fine. I don't know. If there's worse interpretations of Tony Stark. Do
2: they have a relationship in Six One Six? No, because I think like Peter and Doctor Strange do. Yep. Peter and the Fantastic Four do. Yep. In Captain America. You can just any hero. You can, can throw them into it. Like, yeah, but like this was Tony Stark. I'm like, is this where they got the, the incredible iron boy of the MCU? Is this like the, the foundation for that?
0: Or is there something it's the deeper? most I can come from? Like that, that is not like a thing.
1: <laughs> the, the most it can be, you can,
0: the most you can point to that would be like civil war. Like, yes. Yeah. I don't know, this is the most where you can get the like spider boy stuff from. Cause like Peter's an adult when civil war is going on.
2: Yeah. I don't know,
1: man. This is. It's you know. fine. Uh, man, I wish I had more to say because, like.
2: <sighs> oh, don't worry. Well, will play it. I know. <laughs> I wish I had
0: more <laughs> nice things to say about this book. But, uh, okay. I, I, I got one more nice thing. It's not a drag to read. I found myself getting through these issues fairly quick, even the Ultimates issues, where I was like, I may not be sure what is going on at any given point, but I'm not like getting bogged down on a page by page basis. Yeah, I'm able to flip through these at a fairly decent speed while still maintaining info of what is going on. I did not have to skip any like word dumps. From yeah, 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 yeah. This that, The first issue is pretty word dumpy, but it's it's doing this it's doing this. It's spread nice, out. Oh, well, okay, here's a positive. Um, I don't necessarily like it, but I think what Bendis is, is trying to do and the art that is conveyed of. Every, um, every two pages is like, it's like five long panels that's uh, kind of repeating on a different character basis of them going through their lives Oh, and stuff. I did
2: like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's a little too wordy for me because they, they literally all these long panels are filled with stuff going on and it's kind of necessary, but it just kind of makes it a slog to read at points. But I really like what they're trying to do. With um, just establishing every character, I and where like, they are.
2: Didn't didn't that also happen a while back? He's done it a couple times. Yeah, I feel like it's a good it's a good way to set up. you like where everyone's at.
1: Yeah, to re- to kind of slow stuff down again. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yep. Okay. Negatives. It hurts to say because I don't I don't want to hate any book.
0: Especially one that like I like overall. Yeah,
2: and I, I have a feeling next time we'll have a lot more positives. I feel like cutting off as we kind of have in the middle of a story definitely hurts our, our ability to talk about it a little bit. But it's like also, if you're reading this month to month, I can see you getting super frustrated because nothing no. happens.
0: Okay, so this is this is billed in this omnibus as Death of Spider-Man. So maybe this isn't, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's still a comics question because really the reason this is all mashed together is because these already weren't collected in trades slash oversized hardcover. So you got to, you got to film her. there is absolutely no buildup to what is going to happen. There's no. a, there's a couple passing lines that with knowledge of, I, I see on the front of this book, death of Spider-Man, something's about to happen, but actual, in terms of buildup or anything, because spoiler alert, Green Goblin is coming back again. None of that. No, no setup for anything. Of what is to come except no. for at the very end of the birthday issue, there's a Spider-Man face with X's on his eyes.
2: And what they are setting up are things that aren't going to go anywhere. Yeah. Superhero school. Yeah. Which is, you know, six volumes ago, that would have been a great idea for the character.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe like after
0: an X-Men thing or something like at once, you've started introducing this world a little yeah. more, opening it up. You know, but at this
2: point, after, like after Doc Ock, Takes him to like, like Mexico or whenever when yeah, he's on the plane. Yeah. Because like, that's when like Spider Man has to like expand his worldview, right? He's not like your friendly neighborhood. He's traveled around a little
1: bit more.
0: Yeah. They're trying to treat him as it's like he's costing the cities like millions every single time he does anything. And while I can be like, you could argue that for like some of the big ones. And this is like a jewel theft that like just gets out of control to prove the point. Like it doesn't seem like it's happening naturally.
2: And it's one of those things where it's like, most of the time the bad guy has already been causing damage and then the spider-man spider-man doesn't cause he might break a window yeah but like his his webs dissolve and like he only punches the bad guys he's not gonna do that much damage it's
0: always the bad guy's fault well i mean it's the thing you can argue with like jameson every single time it's like the menace or whatever where it's like he takes too long to apprehend something so it's going on but but like you said, like the bad guy has already done like so much yeah. damage before he even shows up. Like think
2: of the bombshells, right? They they've already had like 17 <laughs> explosions by the yeah. time he comes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just putting a stop to it. It's like
0: Well and also it's like, okay, you, you don't want to talk about the superhero school and you got all the Avengers like in a like circle deciding whether or not they're gonna do this. But where have y'all been like i can count on like one hand the amount of times they show up and stop something before spider-man can get there yeah like he's usually the first at the scene
2: yeah and also like you don't you don't want to be wasting captain america's time on a jewel theft
1: yeah
0: um
2: i think it's there are plenty of good stories that critique collateral damage with superheroes
0: i just don't think spider-man's the right one to do it no and not at this point either it's it, it just feels forced and especially especially if like man this is just going nowhere yeah like you have this like bonding experience where peter's nerding out about all the stark tech and stuff and and then the black cat stuff like intrudes it way it's way into this and it just goes and and it ends like it's like where was the schooling really yeah in this like they set up one thing and it
1: just it just doesn't happen
2: i guess the the thing is it's like it's the reversal of he's teaching Tony Stark instead of Tony Stark teaching him. But I'm like, I guess I don't think we needed two issues of this to prove that Spider-Man was a good hero. Like I, I'm so deep in this series that I can accept that Spider-Man's good at his job. Yeah, Exactly. No one is saying that he's bad except for you. But <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> okay, so we, we
1: have to talk about the black cat Mysterio stuff. Man, yeah. what a way to bring that character back. <laughs> Both both I could be talking about either
0: of them cuz Black Cat it's like it's been done for so long
2: but the thing is yeah you need to bring Mysterio back cuz he just he just he, up he and just vanished left. <laughs> Black Cat you never need to touch that character again because like left off at a pretty good spot for Black Cat like uh,
0: okay, okay I'll get my nitpick out of the way I don't like when the Black Cat hair is a wig Oh I think that's funny There's my there's my nitpick I don't I don't, I don't, I don't like that
2: I think it's stupid but I think it's funny I, I like when because it happens. It happens on occasion where a female superhero or supervillain will be wearing a wig. And I'm like that is hilarious <laughs> every time. Um, but it's practicality wise, it's stupid and it makes the character look too much like Catwoman. Yeah, because it she, it, has it, short she just black looks like Selena Kyle. Yeah, because right it's, like, cause cause it's, it's like short black hair. hair. Um, so she's going after.
0: This flashes back to. Yeah. Uh, the our our love our our point that we talked about that we love so much, where Kingpin is taken out like a chump by Mysterio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we get to see it again,
2: but because Black Cat was going to shoot him. Yeah, which also feel like Black Cat could have done that any point. Like, not sure why she's resorting to that now. Plus,
0: fifty percent less security after Ultimatum. I I guess so
2: um i maybe she just got her her uh her gun permit
0: i don't know <laughs> anyway she uh she may be she may be a super villain but she 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 adheres to the strict gun control of new york city
2: she's going after this uh this onk that is it technically it's not it's really an onk. An onk. it's an onk. is it okay
0: it's, it's crossed with a hoop it's a it's an onk
2: yeah it changes shape so it's but anyway yeah so
0: and where does Kingpin have it?
2: Kingpin has it in a vault, and then Mysterio has it in a vault, and then they take it, and then people keep teleporting around because... I don't know. I, this is stupid. It's dumb. Kingpin...
0: Well, okay, it's not explained, either. They don't go into any of, like... You, you have Mysterio saying what he thinks Kingpin's been doing with it. You don't have Kingpin anymore because he's dead. So you, you don't have, like, like what could be an interesting power struggle yeah. between the three of them. You, instead, you have Mysterio uh, trying to get it back from Black Cat while also being like, I gotta be careful because it might kill me. But we as the readers don't really know what the Ankh actually does.
2: We see when we see a flashback to when Kingpin gets it, although I think this is questionable whether this happened or not. Yeah. Um, and Kingpin buys it from someone in Egypt, and then when he tries to use it, everyone in like the surrounding village, all his bodyguards, everything gets destroyed. And he's like, I can't use this again. But Mysterio's convinced that he's using this
0: to keep control over everything. With if it can't be that he has money,
2: yeah, if true. <laughs> that really undercuts the character, who is like one of the best things about the like the series. So maybe you don't want to like nerf your your big bad, even though he's dead right now. Um, and then Black Cat wants it to do
0: things. Yep. But then it gets out of control, and a part of the city is. Kind of nuked. It's maybe kind of. It's maybe a building. It's maybe a block. Who knows? Hey, some people are dead. Maybe they're survivors. It depends on a page by page basis. That's
2: actually the one good scene in this is that after all this, Mysterio gets beaten by. Doogie he was a robot the
0: whatever, entire
1: time. Someone's controlling him. Yeah, I knows? know who it is. It's six one six Mysterio. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's kind of fun. Okay, is that
2: ever explained in the next couple issues? I don't think so. Okay, well that's kind of fun. Um, but the, the only good thing is that after after all this gets done, Peter starts like he starts helping survivors and he gets like Black Cat to do. Yeah, it
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that part's nice. It's just it goes against the like ten pages before where you saw like corpses and decayed bodies. Yeah. It's like what is the effect of this thing? We and, don't know.
2: And Black Cat's supposed to be a fun character. Like Black Cat shouldn't have committed like mass murder even if accidental yeah accident manslaughter i guess yeah. um but also like
0: i don't get what triggered her doing that you can't think too much that's the thing they start saying with spider-man when he has they're like stop thinking you're it's gonna go out of control i just you gotta have focused thoughts but you can't be too focused or because it, all, it, all it seems to do is just kill people
2: yeah, I think the problem is that you never see it used correctly. Yeah, it's just stupid. It's it's like why why are we bringing black back, black black <laughs> cat? Why is this how we're we reincorporating Mysterio who just like randomly vanished last time anyway? Mm-hmm. I think there's and then you tie it into all the Tony Stark stuff where it's just like well Tony's here too. We have to establish his character dynamic and
1: I don't know, man. I don't like it. <laughs> Okay. Move on to Avengers. Oh, I have one more thing to say here. Okay. The
2: Kitty Pride, immediately going back on that, is just emblematic of the big problem here. It's that nothing matters anymore. Mm -hmm. Everything is just going to get turned back around. Plots are just going to go nowhere. There are not going to be lasting consequences. And characters I've come to be invested in will get nothing to do. I feel like I feel that the most with Kitty Pride. But I feel like you could take out Kitty's name and put on almost any other character and it would apply.
0: It's a problem emblematic of com- of like modern day comics. It's just now like affecting this after so long of it progressing. Yeah. Like you you, could, you can you can fault a million different titles for this, but it is it, it is wild because it is the same writer who is just doing it to his own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's where the baffling part of it comes in
2: you it feels like he's
0: just kicking rocks till you can put Peter in the ground which I'd be fine with if there was like a lead up to it but man it just feels like it's like it felt like he just like he got to he's like, I don't I'm, it's the Andy thing I don't want to play with you anymore <laughs> <laughs> he like he just wrote an ending for the storyline but didn't actually write like a story to get there yeah <laughs> uh
2: I'm just imagining Bendis in Toy Story. You know? <laughs> he, would, he, would, he would be the guy from the... Sec- he would be Al,
1: Big Al. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Mark Millar, critique time. It's better than Spider-Man. It's better
0: than Spider-Man, but by God, is it hard to follow what is going on. There's, just, there's so many characters and so much like unreliable narration.
2: <laughs> You 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 uh you uh invalidated two of my criticisms. I was gonna come into this with. I was gonna complain that killing off Spider Man again would have been really stupid (laughs) because that's what I thought. Because like you see him, you see him get shot in one page, and then two issues later, Nick Fury is saying he's dead. So it's like that's why I assumed happened. And I was like, we've already fake killed him off once, and we're about to really kill him off. So why are we doing this? But that's not what happens. That's not what happens. The the second thing I was about to say is like. This is this is building off of like issue by issue continuity that I don't have the context for, and that just makes an unsatisfying read. But this wasn't ongoing, nope. <laughs> so like I don't know what. Maybe that actually validates my <laughs> criticism more than anything. It's just it's like, I, when was Tony Stark's brother ever going to be an important I have character? No
1: idea.
0: I. I <laughs> okay, well I, I, let me let me rush back to a weird positive that I find, that I find weird. The Ultimates, you you know, Ultimate Universe counterparts, except for Spider Man, you're just like it's like six one six, but they're mean, yeah, and and and, and annoying. Uh, this has a really interesting part where Punisher shoots Spider Man. He's like, wait, my entire life is like over. I I've done the thing that like I swear not to do, and I'm like, that's interesting. I, it's hard to I I don't know what to read of this because Punisher has not like existed to me in any form outside of this. They do that one of the
2: movies. I think where he accidentally kills the wrong person and he like goes to the person's wife and he likes it's like sp- he like spirals. He, well, I, I think he has it more under control. It's more just as like, I deserve to die now and like you according to my worldview, you need to be the one to kill me or whatever. Yeah. And then the person's like, I'm a sane person, so I'm not gonna do that. Um, but I'm not sure if that was ever a six one six thing.
0: Part. I like that part. I thought it was in a in a otherwise uh, uh series of meh I was like, huh, I like blade. <sighs> I always like Blade showing up. Yeah, I mean, it's neat that he's here. Is there necessarily anything that stands out? No, because there's 60 other characters fighting for page time.
2: He uses his hypnotism, which is a fun yeah. vampire power. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: like they, they keep, I'm hypnotized. I'll tell you anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> um, yeah. It's everybody's on Hulk medicine. <laughs> Oh,
2: that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, so he stupid. out Hawkeye. And-,
0: <laughs> and Blade. And Rhodey. And Punisher. And Fury. Which, like,
2: I guess having a super strong Rhodey is kind of helpful, but not as much as if he hadn't done it and he could still fit into <laughs> it <suit>. soon. <suit. laughs> I don't know. It's just like, there are, there are some fun espionage stuff here and there. It's once you get into the, I, I'm surprised because I don't like superheroes find superheroes, but I actually kind of enjoyed that stuff here. It was when you got into the whole, um, which I, I, I think I skipped over in my recap, the whole coup in North Korea. You did
0: skip that. It's fine.
2: It's Donald Stark. Is that his name? Or I think so. Whatever Tony his Stark's brother. brother is. Who's just Tony Stark, but he's blonde and, of,
0: and pure white.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he wears white suits and he's blonde with the goatee and everything, but he's blonde. He's also an inventor, just a confusing character if you don't have the context. a
0: Machine's son.
2: I don't know. He, the whole coup there. And then the fallout of like Thor kills him. And then Tony Stark's mad that he kills him. I was like, who cares? <laughs> this is a big, just who cares? And why does this, why is this in death of Spider-Man?
0: Uh, because we got to see all the ladies in their underwear, all shapely and whatnot. Did we? Yeah. yeah there's a part where like Thor's like wax poeticing to, I don't know who it is like it's just some someone in bed who's like you know normally in this case you, you think of all-star Batman and Robin where it's like Mickey Vale and like laundry and yeah stuff. No, she's just like in a bra like normal brawn panties where it, make, it makes it even more baffling why they just drew it like this oh well I guess they're in bed so it makes kind of sense I guess I don't know I don't know They're they're clearly going for like a cheesecake they're going for like some cheesecake yeah. kind of thing but it's the most like Unflattering cheesecake you can do. It's boring cheesecake. It's boring cheesecake, yeah. yeah this this cheesecake. It's plain cheesecake, yeah. which when you're at the cheesecake factory and you have 49 other options. Plain cheesecake's pretty good though. Like actual, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like
2: not like the art. It's just I I really like plain cheesecake. It's good. <laughs>
0: um you got you got the new Black Widow. Like, who is it? I don't know. God, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talking about like, oh yes, that's my ex. And it's like, Is it? Is it (laughs) like, sure. I'll take your word for it. It's a lot of uh, uh, this, that miniseries is a lot of just taking stuff at face value for like, for what it is,
2: which is fine. I guess it's just, oh, they're trying to be so much more like introspective about
0: it. And you get so hard to get like invested when you don't understand it. So you're just having to take everything at its word.
2: This seems like a perfectly fine Mark Miller comic. There's nothing like blatantly offensive in it.
0: No, there's not. I,
2: whenever you have superheroes dealing like with real world stuff, like it's like the superheroes are actually in Afghanistan and like Captain Britain is having to come in because they hate the British less than they hate the Americans. I'm like props to you for trying buddy, but I think this is Not your, the medium. I think you're oversimplifying it. Like I think you can write a comic about those things. I don't think that that
1: comic can be published by Marvel. Spidey takes a bullet for Cap after Punisher is going to kneecap him and it it's weakened and there's like a bridge collapsing but he it, it's so random it is so random he shows up out of nowhere and that is the linking thread to this which you don't need which you don't need well and also
0: this comes to another mapping thing we do not have the context for any of if Spidey is here or anything
2: you know there's a that uh Spider-Man the first time he met the lizard yeah it's not collected in any of the spider Man. no, comics. which I think pretty
0: is which, which I think is pretty bad.
2: yeah how did that not get collected and this did get pretty I have no idea it? because like <laughs> an entire miniseries at that there's been a lot of stuff that happened in Ultimate Fantastic Four, Ultimate X-Men, the Ultimates. a lot of stuff has happened that has affected the Spider-Man books or books, and we have not had to read it. So I just don't get the collection reason why this and maybe that will all be revealed to me when we we read the other half. I don't know. (laughs) But right now, I feel like they just want to they want to buff out the page space so they could put a higher price tag. We will see
0: Spidey get shot again. This is a key reason as to why if we're going to
2: see it again, then why do we have to
0: see it the first time? Because Captain America matters for some reason. That character who we care about so much in Ultimate Spider-Man.
2: I just don't think it needs to
0: be collected. no, it doesn't. It's a dumb decision,
2: but if you're an ultimates fan, you might like this
0: i it's it's the least offensive ultimate series like there's there's so little here, and it has to do with like it's half the length of the other ones, but um, there's just so little here to like be offended at where there's so much in the other stuff right? like <laughs> where like I, the, the and the other stuff's trying to do like gritty like. They're trying to like do in, in the modern day at, at that point too, when that when those ultimate runs come out. This is
1: whatever mid 2010 year that it is. They're no longer trying it. They're just it's just another comic at this point. Yeah. I don't know, man. Stupid comics are stupid. And this is a stupid comic. It really
0: it is. is a time waster. I'm really hoping just
2: Bagley's presence alone will get me more invested in this stuff. Because I like that's the thing. Even the worst of this back half of the series, up until this point,
1: I have found something to talk about. I don't have anything there's here. Nothing. Uh, yep. Well There's part one. Prelude to death. Next we got the death and the fallout yes but we, and we're going to take a break in the meanwhile
2: yeah but we're not going to steer far from death okay because I was like well we're talking about a pretty a pretty famous death in superhero comics mm-hmm. so we should probably talk about I won't say it's the most famous but it's definitely up there
1: oh interesting I have this issue actually
0: okay yeah uh, the death of Superman yeah um, truly the Kickstarter to pointless events <laughs>
2: <laughs> i i got the i got the trade in today and i have read two issues of it we'll see because i i didn't like it when i first read it uh-huh i'm i'm vibing with it now i'm not sure it's good but i'm vibing i with have
0: it. issues i've never read the comic i've seen it adapted a million times um in you know various forms of media yeah i've never read the comic my problems always come without the boat with the how they handle it after the fact
2: which we won't get into. no
0: with all the reign of superman and stuff like that yeah, that's that's where my problems end up lying with uh death of superman
2: i will say what's fun about this is it's it's, it's like half the length of what we've read today but it has a proportionally equal amount of creatives because like four different writers four different yep. artists it's a lot but
0: you, oh. Your turn to lift off those exhausting amount of credits.
2: Yeah, but I've
0: heard of most of these people, so I can like easily, hopefully, easily rattle off their names. I'm so sorry to anyone I accidentally skipped, but there's just too dark, gosh darn many of you. Yeah,
2: it's it was ridiculous, but yeah. Well, so happy twenty twenty four. We're talking. Woo! We're we're in oh, our, bring our morbid, in
0: the year with death,
2: morbid arc. <laughs> Ooh. It's morbid time because I also get a pick after the next one so I can keep the morbid arc going if I wanted to
0: have you been reading anything lately before we um, yeah sign
2: off? yeah I, I did want to bring up just because I mentioned that I bought it last time and I actually have had the chance to read it since then Mark Wade's uh, the last days of Lex Luther I read oh, the first issue yes. of that really fun it's uh, Superman Lex Luthor is dying of a of, you know, mysterious cancer related to his shenanigans his signed shenanigans And so he gets Superman to agree to help him, uh, to cure him because he's like, this is your greatest weakness is that you can't, you can't not help someone. And so it's just, it's fun. It's these two very morally opposed characters going through it's Like they go to Cantor, he goes to the Phantom zone. It's a whole like little journey with the two of them. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes with the rest
1: of it.
0: I started rereading Yu-Gi-Oh from the start where, uh, I've 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 always I've read the beginning incomplete and I've read the ending complete. I never read the part that Yu Gi Oh was famous for, the dual monsters part. I never read that part.
2: So did Yu Gi Oh start as a manga yep. or did it start as cards?
0: Start as a manga. Okay. Start as a manga about different types of games. And like all different just different types of games and the card game be like People became the big became thing. the big thing so the the story just veered into being about the card game
2: so what are the early games that he plays
0: uh the first one he plays is um the very first chapter is one where like they have to and they're all shadow games or whatever where like yeah s- someone usually ends up dying <laughs> when they lose the game but no the f- they get sent to the shadow <laughs> no they die of morbid deaths in this <laughs> fitting for our year uh, yeah um, the first game's like there's a stack of dollar bills and you have a knife and you're trying to get as much as you can without stabbing yourself. And then, <laughs> this
2: is not a kids manga. Uh,
0: no, this is aimed at like teens. Like Yugi was aimed at teens like, originally. <laughs> okay. Like it's a, very clearly PG thirteen. There's um there's a death laser tag one so where it's Squid Game. <laughs> not always. There's and then there's there's one where they have like Tamagotchi esque things it's okay. just it's literally all different types of games they the very last uh arc before it transitions full into card games is a dungeons and dragons arc oh that's fun yeah um just literally any any kind anything you could name a game like is probably in those first 48 chapters basically okay um, that,
2: that's actually kind of like a uh, that's kind of intriguing
0: I'm not gonna read it because I know it just turns into the dual monsters. Yeah, respect. yeah, yeah. It's just it's so funny because I'm I'm in the middle of, uh, like the dual monsters, like twenty volumes that that is. Uh, it's just so funny how like even like okay, so they had to water it down in America on TV. They had to water it down in Japan on TV too. Like there's a part where like this character falls out of a vent and, and and like into the ocean in the show. In in the in the manga, no. They, they do a shadow game and a gun groans out of his hand and he shoots himself <laughs> like
2: has it ever after the so the dual monsters is also super dark yes okay have they ever like has there ever been an attempt to adapt the darkness of it or has it always just been the Yu Gi Oh show that
0: like i know of i mean it's like it's generally the same thing there's just parts where like it'll, it's like um, it's almost like a hard cut where they had to cut this and then it just explain it some different way because it's like wait we can't have this on TV
1: okay interesting it's been fun it's All a right. series I love and man his art is just so good R.I.P <sighs> I'm exhausted yeah
2: no this was an exhausting book to talk about but <laughs> luckily luckily, we'll have a little, bre- little bit of a breather before yeah, we get some
0: some brevity with more death in the meanwhile I have to figure out what death related thing I'm going to bring next time so we'll be back next time with Death of Superman. And meanwhile, you can give this episode a five-star rating on the podcast platform. Your choice, we accept nothing less because anything less will not get us up on charts and get people joined in on the comment fun. If you have negative things you'd like to say, you can email us at allnew52podcasts at gmail.com and say them there or say nice
1: things. I will respond adequately to both. We'll be back next time with Death of Superman. See you then.